You're listening to Arc Radio Podcast. Good morning. Um, this is mindful parenting in our first week, inshallah. And today, today's theme, um, or this whole week's theme, is about communication. And today, in particular, we're we're fortunate to have with us uh, a lovely family that um, I've been good friends with for for some time, and um, and hopefully we'll we'll benefit from them. We'll just quick introduction to just just uh, your name. And your role in the family? <laughs> uh, I'm Zahid. I'm the father. I'm Rosina. I'm the mother of the family. Yeah. I'm Yusuf, and I'm the son of the family. I'm Marion, and I'm the daughter. Okay. Thank you very much. Okay. Um, we we'll start off with. Um, I think it starts off for you from um, a discussion between yourself and myself, Zahid, about the issue of communication. Yeah. I think one of the things that you said. Is that some people maybe not not see the long term aspect that communication starts very early? Yeah. So um, you obviously must have thought about it in a family when you were with with your children how you'd go about that and and what I'm asking is, you know, um, how early does it start and what kind of form did it take that you were conscious of you making an effort in that communication with with Yusuf and Maryam? I guess it really starts from when they're born, really, isn't it? Because you kind of have kind of that physical communication mm-hmm. and the kind of non-verbal communication that you get because as a baby, you know, you're not, you know, you're getting physical communication back. You're not getting verbal communication. So you start to get the, you know, the eye contact and the touch and all those kind of things. So it's not just a mother thing. It's mother and father that, that closest. Well, yeah, I think um, all families are, are, are different and probably say in our family in the earlier stages actually probably more uh, more of the physical and um, touch and that kind of communication actually came from Zahad more than myself um, being more of a pragmatic person this needs to be done that needs to be done let's get on with it um, and you know obviously you are communicating but I wouldn't say necessarily did it in a very nurturing way in the mm. early, in the early, very early stages. Uh, and, and I think it's not just the communication with the baby. Obviously, the communication between yeah, each other. Yeah, uh, probably right, because more that, important that, at that stage. Yeah, because that happens, <clears throat> you know, from when even before I guess you decide to have children. Absolutely. You know, I guess it happens from when the moment that when you, you when you get married, the communication and really the. Uh, the, the structure of that communication and the way that you're going to communicate and a lot of the the, the foundations are kind of laid in that stage before the child comes and then when the child comes then you have uh, the communication with the child but the communication within the with the parents because uh, you know it's like you, your first child comes and you're excited and you're talking a lot about they're doing this and they did that and it's you know funny things like you know did a poo today or did a how many peas have they done or, <laughs> you know it's just like you know you think the kind of things that you talk about but you know why yeah. marry him or not. <laughs> it's no specifics but but <coughs> it's that kind of laser kind of a uh, and it was small things but kind of you know you're kind of uh, making sure that the other person's aware of you're sharing a lot of the experiences yeah and also as, as you're raising your child if you like when they are only a baby 
if you're communicating well with e with each other about you know about um, asking for help and offering help and doing things and sh sh you know sharing workloads you you know those are things that a child's perceiving even if they're not understanding it yes, and they're absorbing it yeah. and you know that's probably what you know a good place to to to, to start from um you set a precedence as uh, a precedence in communication as to the way you communicate with each other first yes. before you start really communicating with your child yeah, yes. it's that environment yeah. that yes. you're going to come into so yes. it's, it's more the, yeah, yes it's, it's in the periphery yes yeah. and, it, and then they start when the child starts obviously when the child starts moving or you know you start getting more of the sounds and the repeating sounds then it starts to make you know kind of a more sense and you know you're just speaking and i spent a lot of time speaking nonsense to them but that's yeah. that's really i mean that's what language development is about is, yeah. is, is that concept that you're 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 helping them as the 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 growth do you remember anything of that yusuf at all <laughs> no, no no chance of that no. so interestingly you know, um, obviously, when Yusuf was younger and Mariam came along, um, you do notice. I, I remember when Mariam was younger, um, I often didn't understand what she was saying, and Yusuf would explain it to me. Yeah, Yusuf understood her he understood needs better. What, yeah. And he communicated, he communicated to, to us yeah. this oh, is wow. what she's asking for, yeah, and this is what she you wants. Know, when you're kind of at that one and a half year old stage, just learning to talk, and a lot of it's not proper language. And he would he would understand he would, it better. Were, were you conscious of that? I mean, do you, can you can you remember anything of the time when you would have acted as interpreter with for for? Yeah. I guess I guess the thing is that when you when you're at that age, well, when when you 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 know like your parents are much older, you're much closer to that age of you know Mariam. Yeah. Of back oh, then, you your younger sister. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Even now. So you can understand the way they're thinking better, mm -hmm. because you know over time you know the way you think it gets, it gets it becomes more different. You know you start thinking you you have different priorities, but when you're closer to that age, then you have similar priorities at least. So, so you, you can understand, on a sense level, and then yeah. you're able to communicate yeah. because you're yeah. you're more oral by then, and you're able to to yeah. communicate. I think that. also. Um, so talking about now in that some even now I think sometimes he understands what Mariam is actually wanting better than we do sometimes even we'll, now this, yeah, this even yeah, now we'll that's what Mariam said ah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. we'll intermediate for her which yeah. is also important I suppose in terms of recognising the role of um, communication amongst brothers and sisters yeah. and yes. trying, uh, it's mm -hmm. not just about you know that vertical father daughter yeah. you know or mother Absolutely. daughter but it's actually across the way yeah, yeah. Um, i think it's nice sometimes because like um sometimes like um if we just finished having dinner this just happened was it yesterday or the day before and uh, we'd finished dinner and we were in the other room and then i came into the kitchen i came to the door and i could hear them talking and i just turned away and left because they were having a conversation and they were just talking about you know after we we'd finished eating pizza and you and Maria were chatting and I don't know what you were talking about, but you're talking about other things, and you're just thinking, well, you know, that's the kind of because uh, they're close yeah. to the you age. You need to nurture an environment where they are encouraged to talk to each other. each other. And obviously, when you're younger, it comes from play. Yeah. So if you're playing together, yeah. you're talking to each other. Right. Yeah. Um, and you're communicating with each other, aren't you? Do Do you? Um, what about? Okay, that. 
it's a what in between? I mean, the age in between that. I mean, um, because we've talked uh, obviously now there's that communication, but also when they were in in the beginnings of communication. Mm. But as they grow and say six, seven, eight, and then at other ages, can you characterize the type of communication that you felt was important? Because there can be too much. Sometimes we can speak too much to our yes. children, and that's not healthy. And sometimes speaking too little is, yeah. is, is not healthy. I think one of the things that Rosina was really good. At, I mean, I think once the the language came in is as understanding about you know the level. Of, communicate and some of that was obviously comes from your experience and working with children as well yeah obviously yeah it, it does I, I think it's really really important to be age appropriate when you communicate with children and you see a lot of people that are giving children too many choices and too much communication and just overwhelming them and in the society that we live in where it's all about you know being confident and speaking up and speaking out loud that you know it, you know people feel that you over communicating will help with that but I think in many ways it just actually does um, saturate a child and makes it really yeah. difficult for them to then actually sometimes cope with very simple things um, whereas you know when they were at sort of six seven and even younger it's like you know You'd you'd keep it keep it simple for them so that they can understand it. Don't go into don't use. It's not so much about language, but don't go into concepts that are going to be beyond their understanding. Don't be too abstract in yeah. your concepts. Keep yeah. it keep it real life. Yeah, and, and and I think sometimes when people are trying to pass on like religious information as well, you've got to really um, keep it very simple and keep yeah. it very concrete and 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 what's tangible for a. Uh, four, five, six-year-old to understand. I mean, you know. Um, I mean, I think maybe. Um, I mean, that's a very good point. But w one of the dangers of doing that is, you know, planting false seeds. You know. What? Sorry. What do you like, mean? Like, um, you know, by simplifying stuff, you're covering over things. You're smoothing things over. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of yeah. intricacies to life that if you immediately flatten them. When a child grows up, then, you know, all of a sudden they realize that there's, like, you know, you could blow their mind potentially because there's so much that you didn't tell them. I think yeah, so so the, the issue is, yeah. but it's, a, it's a staged process as well. That if you yeah. put too much in a, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a young child's mind, it might be, again, the, the other side of it would be um, not healthy for them. Yeah. But it's also at the same kind time got not to... Open that yeah. world up slowly yeah. for them yeah. as they can cope yeah. with it. So you're right, you do yeah. need to yeah. make sure that you don't gloss things over, but you've got to open up things and increase what increase their exposure to stuff as they get older and as they're able to... Yeah. 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 W w one of the things is, is, I think maybe one of the things Yusuf's alluding to is, is the, the, the honest communication because I think sometimes we get trapped into dishonest communication because sometimes we just tell children something just to get beyond that situation. The immediacy of it, yeah. Yes, yeah. And, and, and what happens is we fall into this trap sometimes and we've fallen into it ourselves and, and, and uh, you know, and we recognise that 
you know, when our parents fell into it as well and and you know you you grow up with then these concepts which are just you know I know but we are faced with more and more complex issues that sometimes I mean you, you know that are difficult for us to 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 communicate yes. to that age maybe okay a bit older where do you take the lead I mean wh- or what are the signs you look for to guide you in communicating with them that thing or not or choosing not to choosing to steer away do you get kind of pointers from them you know from uh, news well, we bet um, some some things I think um, uh, some, t- some things I think especially at the six seven eight year old stage you don't need to explain them you don't need to communicate them you just need to let them be they're there mm-hmm. you know so you don't pretend that they're not there but you don't go into a deep discussion about they're right they're wrong and you know like other things like this is haram this is halal you don't need to do that with younger children and you just have to allow them to make their statement or you make a statement or you acknowledge yeah and you acknowledge that you this is happening or they this you know or they've seen this or heard this and just an acknowledgement is sufficient um, obviously, you don't like Zahad saying you don't gloss over it and you don't lie, because that's not going to help them. Because the later on they'll be like, "Well, hang on, my mum used to t- say this to me, and actually I found out that that's not right." Yeah. So I think it's better not to say anything. Yeah. Not to, you know. Yeah, there's lots. I mean, just it's, let it be. Yeah, it's like yeah. how many times did you know when you were growing up? You say, "Look, if you don't do this, the police are going to come." Yeah, or, and get you. Yeah, yeah. You, you know, and you and, and, and the reality inst- is, it doesn't happen. No, yeah, no, it doesn't happen, and you're instilling yeah. you're instilling fear in the child. Yeah, yeah. you know, and you're teaching through the through the fear. Yeah, you know, and 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 then it's just like you know how, how many of us we've all, yeah. we've all, we've yeah. all experienced yeah, that that's another very important uh, point there as well you know teach teaching through fear I mean it can be very dangerous sometimes because you know you instill that fear into by doing that you can instill that fear into every facet of that child's life you they know? absorb it and it, and yeah. it affects it, when they yes. deal with things it's always going to be a, f- a flight or fight yes. kind of situation mm. as opposed to a reasoned yeah. Uh, yeah. Th- thinking about it. Okay. Can I? Can I? Um, I'll ask this probably. I was going to ask yourselves, but I'm going to change it. I'll ask you, Mariam, about this. We mentioned about um, gender differences. Do you um, do you find differences in when you're communicating to your father as opposed to your mother, or vice versa? Here, let's reverse it now. <laughs> do you? I mean, or or would you be more inclined to speak about certain things with your mum because? I don't know the way mums will think about it, or or your father and about other things. I mean, I think I think there is definitely you know a difference talking to, you know, your mum or your dad, you know, because I mean they, uh, you know, di- different genders have different experiences through life, you know. Mm-hmm. But I think there's also other factors, you know, of course, that um, will um, change what perspective you get from talking to um, each of your parents. I th- yeah, I definitely think that makes a difference. Would you go? And th- would you go to mum and and dad on yeah. the same issues to get these different views together? Well, y- yeah. I mean, I guess it it depends because you know there's, as well as gender, there's a lot of other you know really complex sides to it mm-hmm. that you know you you can think about like you know, uh, for instance, you know different personalities and stuff, stuff stuff that just has a subtle change on a per- the way the person, the way you know your parents think. You know, um, you're the way your parents react to different situations. So, Stephen, what about your? Do you have? Do you want to say anything? No. 
<laughs> okay. Well, Ma- Ma- Marion would come to me for different things. I think Marion's probably m- gender's a bigger thing for you, Marion. Yeah? What do you think? Mm. There's certain personal things that you'd probably come to me more than Dad to. Yeah. yeah. But there's other things that she'd come to me to. Yeah. Also because of not just their gender, but because of their personality. Right. Okay. And how much yeah. you want to, how much you want to get your own way as well. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Well. I'm gonna have a softer heart for my daughter. Yeah. The son can just sit down there. What about yourself? I mean, do you do you see differences from a parental point of view in the way you? I I, I think one of the important things is you know regardless of who they speak to, we speak to each other. And I think the there's children strong communication between you and uh, yes. yourself. And I mean, not not on every single thing, because there's certain things. Obviously, is that, you know, if there's a issues of 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 of, of privacy or issues of you know, kind of like uh, you know, uh, you, you want to uh, maintain um, trust, and this might be certain yeah. things. Yeah. And there's some things that you just feel like you know what, you there's no benefit yeah. in sharing that. So then then that needs to come down to judgment. But the children also understand that we talk to each other. Yeah, for example, if someone will, you know, if someone like Yusuf will come and ask you, can I do such and such a thing? You know, sometimes he'll be like, well, are you going to let, you know, you're going to answer me? You're going to tell me, you know, is it, can I, can I not? You know, and if it's something simple and something that I don't really feel needs to be discussed with Zahad, that's fine. If it's not, if it's something I'm a bit unsure about and certain about, you know, is this the right thing to do or not, then I'll, you know, it'll be just, you know, well, you know, Yusuf, I'm sorry I can't answer that right now, but I need to speak to your dad and then I'll let you know. How does that feel for yourselves, having that knowledge that they are communicating and doing, and on these issues? <laughs> I mean, I guess, I guess it's... It's helpful in that you know that they're they are trying to make sure they're doing the right thing for you. Okay. You know. I mean, obviously, there's also the thing that you know you want an immediate answer and you're not getting one, <laughs> which is obviously a bit annoying. But um, I mean, in the long run, it's probably better f- is better for you. And if you really think about it, then you know for you, know yourself that it's better for you. Yeah. So and I think yeah. normally it also ends up with a better outcome because we tend to. Um, we, we, you know, we tend to kind of like offset each other. So if if I feel that Sad's being a bit draconian about something, and it's a bit too draconian, then I will say, "Hang on, you know what? I think you're being a bit draconian. I think maybe you should, you know, just relax." So you a balance bit. each other. Yeah, in, in and that. quite often we do make a conscious effort of trying to be the other, you know, look at to to be the other side of a situation, so that yeah. we do end up with a more Devil balanced that, okay, yeah. decision at at the end of the day. So. If, you know, equally sometimes if if I'm being more draconian, Zahad will say, you know, yeah, and and sometimes it works the other way. It's that's like you know, I I don't think this we should I don't think we should be so lenient about this, and you know, but I think do you, overall do you do any of that? So Yusuf and Marim, in terms of you know how you well it was mentioned that you do your own communication as well that's between yourselves. Do you play that kind of role sometimes in in helping each other make decisions because of the. Yeah. Yeah, I think so, but probably not as much, to be honest. I mean, I think um, because because obviously we're different people and we're going through different... I mean, yeah, obviously they're very similar, but we're going through different paths in life. Sometimes, you know, a lot of the time, in fact, we want to make our own decisions and we want to, um, you know, uh, make our own choices. I think, yeah. And then yeah. there's also sometimes where, obviously... The age I'm at, Yusuf's been at that age, so he knows 
what it's like being like that. So I have sometimes go for him for advice. Yeah. 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 Quite often you'll actually choose to go to Yusuf for advice rather than us because you feel safer sometimes speaking to Yusuf and you feel that he's going to be less judgmental yeah. or yes or tell you off less and understand better. Shout yeah. Out. <laughs> yeah, and shout out you less. One one of the things is that sometimes um actually it's and it's not just a one way thing. Sometimes I've heard Yusuf do it and sometimes I've heard Marim do it where they contextualise our decision to the other person and mum Mariam will say well you know mum means this or dad means this or sometimes Yusuf will say to Mariam well actually you I know think what you might have done this for such and such I think this is why this has been done because of this so you know they can contextualize decisions for our decisions to each, to each other and that's yeah. what I was meaning yeah. do, you, yeah. do they, uh, they do, do, do that. you kind of yes open uh, up that discussion and yeah. then and, yeah. and sometimes and, and, and that's that's not from us saying to them look go and speak to each other yeah, it's just kind of they just do true. it and the reason I'm, is because I've overheard them doing it yeah, yeah. Um, and it's something maybe <laughs> that they, mm, but that's a bit I suppose you're saying that you mediate each other or you balance yeah. out each other so maybe they've seen experiences of that yeah. and that's that's a technique that they've learned so yeah. it's important to get that um, highs and lows in communication I was going to ask, have you got, if you wish, this year, <laughs> any any examples of um, communication that you felt really enriched with, you know, that, that brought you closer to each other, whether it be from, you know, yourself, Yusuf, Mariam, or, or as fa- father and mother to, with your children, examples of communication that's brought you closer, yeah. or the reverse of it, communication that you felt, well, I've learned from that and I don't want to do that and it has made you make a conscious change in the way you're going to deal with something. These Sometimes they arise. Well, my, my low was definitely when Yusuf was between two and five mm-hmm. and I really s- struggled with um, the fact that he, he, like a lot of boys, he liked to do things a certain way or, um, you know, he had a certain idea and he wanted to play out in that certain way. Um, and, and you know, part of it was I was probably a bit impatient and part of it was that I felt that, you know, no, you know, <coughs> this is the way, these are the rules and these, you know, and this is the way it needs to be done. And too, too probably too preoccupied in my own agenda um, to just say, you know what, it's, it's okay. So this might take five minutes longer, it's fine. Um, that's probably, and I I do regret that and f- wish I'd been a bit more relaxed at that stage, especially at two between two and five, where really it's 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 funny because it's the most frustrating time sometimes with a child. You call it terrible twos, etc. Yeah, all that kind but, of, but equally it's the time where um, yes, they do need to have boundaries, and boundaries are really really important, really important, but. Um, but they shouldn't be rigid. Yes. You know, um, and sometimes I was a bit too rigid with mine. But, but you know, we're all, uh, over time I've learnt to be a less. H- hindsight's so, perfect, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And my my high is most definitely. I think we communicate best when we're travelling, because we have other less other distractions and yeah. we talk to each other and listen to each other and share so much yeah. you tend to travel beside on. somebody you don't walking. usually travel in an opposite direction yeah. walk, 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 especially walking i think walking is one of those things yeah, that we find simplest things like this, walking to school yeah walking to school and we used to uh, when we were in glasgow um you know walking to school when we were you know, when we go away on holiday when yeah. we go for long walks together 
we can't really, even. And we, f- you yeah. know, we, we can we can walk for five or six hours and just talk for five or six hours. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and that, that really kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. deeper issues. You can I mean, on a five six hour journey, you're yeah. bound to get yeah. To, yeah. to really deep issues. Yeah. Sometimes well, it's Marvel comics or Harry Potter, <laughs> yeah. but you know that's all very important to not deep yeah. philosophical no, discussions. Yeah. No, we have those as well, yeah. but it kind of like it's, there's a range of topics. Yeah. It's not all just uh, serious, but it's a, a lot of it is fun and a lot of it is that us understanding. Sometimes yeah, we've got to listen Rosina, as well. Yusuf and Maryam for opening opening their their doors and their hearts and sharing with us candidly um, their experience of communicating in the home. Um, I certainly benefited a lot and I hope you have as well. Uh, For more information and to listen to more podcasts, visit us at arc.score or check out the Arc Media app.